right, it sounds like it's time for an intervention. You want to prepare your letters, get the big banner? Okay. All right. Yeah. For the listener, uh, there's just so much scrapbooking supplies everywhere. Scrap till you crap. <laughs> crop till you drop yes mom's going away we're sending her up the country where she can roam free with the other dogs in, in a nice big field she's going to ukraine <clears throat> oh god yeah we're going to biden is deploying kathy to ukraine yeah that'll settle things they uh they oh, made a big mistake we'll be in trouble yeah they made a big mistake yeah. turns out my Turns out my mom's scrapbooking secrets have the uh, ability to make the F-35 actually fly uh, for the low, low cost of all of this fancy paper. Oh, fancy Hi, Dad. How are Hello. you? Okay. Good? Okay. Yes. Are levels okay if you could speak there for a second? Oi, 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 oi. Yeah, that works. Oidi, oidi. All right. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Frank Reviews. I realize I don't have, like, a stable introduction to this show. I just kind of make it up as I go. Okay. Yeah, so, whatever. Dad, this week we watched Star Trek Beyond. What'd you think? A <laughs> uh, lot, of, lot of cool action, a mm-hmm. lot of cool stuff. I thought those little buzz, buzz alien things were... The drone ships? Drone ships. Yeah, that was were, pretty cool. But there was nobody... No, there was guys inside those drone ships, right? Uh, I... Don't they, they got think into one? so. Yeah, like, I think the main villain, Crawl, was piloting, like, the lead. Like, what are, the one character called them bees. So I guess you could say that Crawl was, like, piloting the, the queen bee ship. Okay. And with that, he was able to manipulate the rest of the ships to but what, function like a what swarm. What one did, um, didn't Spock and Kirk? Climb into one or something? Uh, Kirk and Bones, uh, Bones. Sorry, Spock and Bones Spock and got Bones. into one kind of by accident, which is one of my favorite bits of the movie. Like the weird buddy comedy of those two stuck yeah. together. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> Martin and Lewis. <laughs> well, okay, and, and which one's was Martin like, and which one's Lewis? It was like it was looked like uh, you know one of the uh, crotch rocket motorcycle. Yeah, that they climbed yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. So there, there had to be a being in there, like a. Yeah, that's fair. So were all of them? Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, so yeah, there was a dude in each of those. That's weird to think about. Okay. All right. I just like this movie. I just haven't bothered thinking about it too deeply, which actually leads me to item number one I should address. Oh, my God. My friend uh, on Twitter, Basim, my friend on Twitter. He's my friend in real life, but I don't know him in real life. I know him on Twitter. And I only know him as a picture of Orson Welles, which is, you know, I have too many friends like that. But uh, after last week's episode, he texted me saying, I have been besmirched. I didn't say every Trek movie is a remake of Wrath of Khan. I said all three Abrams Trek movies are remakes of Khan, and each one rips off different uh, scenes. Eels from the first Star Trek. Needs of the Many from the second Star Trek. Trapped on a Planet, first movie. Carol Marcus, second birthday team, third movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then this morning, I just asked him if he had anything else to add about Star Trek, and he has sent me about six pages of Star Trek-related trivia. Basim, I love you. I'm not going to read all of that on microphone. It's it's so much. It's so much nerd nonsense. Maybe the, the, yeah, the, the key points. Maybe. It's interesting to me, but... I don't think it need be involved on this show, because this is a very specific show. Yeah. Yeah. The point is trying to have fun watching movies with you, and then talking about those movies. Yeah. Um, You're welcome. A lot of cool action, a lot of stuff, but it was confusing. Okay, well... I mean, everybody shifted from one thing to another, to another, to another. It's just... 
I mean, uh, then uh, now the villain was Crawl. Crawl, played by and, Idris Elba, and he used to be the captain of the Franklin. Yes, he was a uh, Federation captain. Like, well, I think it's like two hundred years ago. Okay, and he got stranded on this planet with his crew, uh, and the crew died off one by one. He discovered a way of preserving <clears throat> his life along with a couple of the other dudes on his ship. It turned them into. What one thing that I love about science fiction movies in general is that there are usually like three different types of the way aliens are portrayed. Okay. Like Star Trek is very much like rubber forehead. Yeah. Kind of aliens. Like they've got a little extra stuff on their forehead or they've got just like fake ears. Star Wars is full rubber mask aliens. It's okay. like a dude in just a big wraparound Halloween mask sort of thing. And then you've got stuff like Alien, which is just a dude in a suit, okay. essentially. Or puppets, depending on which Alien okay. movie you're watching. And so, And Trek adheres so much to the whole rubber forehead gimmick that they just slap at your Zelda in a big prosthetic head. <clears throat> yeah. There was one woman in this movie, and she's got... what? What is it? She's got like a full... A uh, 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 conch shell yes. stapled to the back of her head. Well, what is right. was, what, that, was that? The one with like the the crab legs on? The no, back that was a different. That was a different. That one, was a different yeah. one. But she's got what looks like the the legs to the alien face hugger yes. on the back of her head, and she winds up being a plot point because they hide the weapon thing in the back of her head. Yes, which is a novel use for that. Yes, physiology. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, secret pocket. So uh, <clears throat> all these, everything gets kept switching around, switching around. You still have Spock wondering what his destiny wow. is, or some some right. crazy thing. And because he, he finds out that old Spock dies. Yeah, because Leonard Nimoy died right before they started right. filming okay. this movie, essentially, uh, which is of course heartbreaking. Yeah, um, yeah. He's dead, Jim. <sighs> yeah, I mean. I want. I should go back to the weekend that he died on Twitter and just see how many people tweeted that. Okay. He's dead, yeah. <laughs> of course, and some of us are still. Okay. Yeah. So um, these the swarm of bees, they were, they were about the size of like pickup trucks, right? Thereabouts. Thereabouts. Maybe yeah. Big pickup trucks, mm -hmm. and they had these pointy ram things on, and they'd slam into the ship and poke holes in the ship. Oh, yeah, the Enterprise gets wrecked in this. Yeah. Like, 20 just, minutes in, too. Yeah. and Like, less. And the thing is, the Enterprise is still flying. It's like, yeah. really? Yeah. There's freaking nothing left. They... Just a frame and ashes, They and really still flying. They really draw out the death yeah. of the Enterprise. And one thing that I really do like about this movie, even though as uh, Basim points out, it just kind of riffs on stuff that Trek has already done. One thing that I really love about this movie in particular is that it really plays up how it's not the ship, it's not the outfits, it's the crew. It's the characters that you care about in this iteration of Star yes. Trek. And it's the crew that makes Star Trek Star Trek. They yes. they get rid of the Enterprise, obviously. For most of the movie, uh, the leads are not wearing... Kirk, especially, isn't wearing the classic uh, uh, yellow uh, uh, t-shirt sort of uniform. Most of the major smock, cast is a smock. I forget what they call it. I did appreciate how you can see when they show the back of the outfit, you can see the zipper on the back of the shirt. And it's like, how in God's name do they get into these outfits yeah. by themselves, yeah. first off? Maybe they, maybe they should start with body paint. 
get more viewers. Uh, I mean, you've got Chris Pine. He's a good-looking dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most of the crew doesn't wear like the classic uniforms. They're in they're in these weird, very pretty-looking blue like field yeah. jackets. But it royal really just even the final shot of the movie. It's the full crew of the Enterprise, but they're all in just like street clothes, like they're okay. leather jackets. And Scotty's wearing this. Weird 24th century Hawaiian shirt, yeah. which I love. Yeah. But it's just, it's the characters. It's not the iconography, it's the characters. It's Spurk, Kirk, Bo- Spurk? Spurk. 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 Yes. Let's, let's talk more Spock, about Spock, Kirk, Bones, Ahura, uh, Chekhov, Sporty. Scotty. Um, yeah. Spork, it, it's, <laughs> um, and they're looking up at now as the final shot of the movie is the... Enterprise A being constructed okay. as the whole crew says the monologue of space, the final frontier. Yes. Everybody gets a line, which oh, I love that. That was cool. That that's my that was, favorite. That was honestly, a cool ending. yeah. So there were two, I'll say females. Let's not get into the gender thing, but I'll say yeah. two femaleish two, characters. Yeah. One was Ahura. No, oh. not her. Two two alien females. Oh, okay. So two one females new to this movie. Is what yeah. I mean. yeah, one okay. one was good. She was a. a I forget her. Uh, uh, the one uh, character begins with a K or something. And then the other one uh, was actually bad. She lured them into the. Uh, um, yeah. In through the nebulous into the fight with. Cruel is it? Krull. Krull. So, looks like Lydia Wilson plays Kalara. She's the, the quote, bad alien lady that lures them in and ultimately yes. <clears> gets <throat> pancaked by the saucer of the Enterprise. Yeah, that was good. What a way to yeah. go. Yeah. And the other... Um, bitch, des- bitch deserved it. I mean, yeah. Uh, the other is uh, Sophia Butella, a French actress, plays Jayla, the, the Jayla. white alien woman who is buddies with uh, uh, Scotty in the movie. Yes. I love Jayla so much. Yeah, that, She's such inter- a great their, character. Their interaction was cool. Um, what, uh, what's your name? Um, Jayla? No. The he, woman in the white? Or the... No, he, she's asking him what his name was. And oh, Scotty. Says, yeah. He says, uh, it gives his name, but then she ends up calling him, what, Scotty McDonald Scott or something. <laughs> he introduces himself as Mount G- Montgomery Scott, which is his actual name. Yes. And then he just kind of absentmindedly adds Scotty, which is his nickname. So she starts calling him Mount Montgomery Scotty, Scotty yes. which is wonderful. <clears throat> yeah, I that think. was adorable. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was... And I, she was a cool character. I, I mean, Basim was giving me information, at, like the behind-the-scenes gossip as to why Star Trek Four hasn't happened yet. But I do sincerely hope we get... Jayla as part of the team yeah. because she does get a, a full ride scholarship to Starfleet Academy at the end of the yeah, film. Yeah, she she's, she was a good character. She she had uh, she really uh, um, had, was a nice uh, bright spot, mm, you know. In, yeah, in, in amongst a bunch of villains. Yeah, I, I really loved her as a character. I love how she's been living on the 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 wreck of the Franklin for so long. Yeah, um, she calls it her house and. Yes. She has because this is a movie produced by J.J. Abrams and directed by the guy who did one of the Fast and Furious movies. It's of course got the Beastie Boys involved. Um, specifically, the song "Sabotage" okay. is a major plot point, which I personally think that's a jab at. Um, there's a there's a an outtake of Kirk. Sorry, Kirk, the real guy, uh, uh, Shatner. 
reading like copy where he has to say the word sabotage and he says it's sabotage <laughs> and he doubles down on it i say sabotage you say sabotage don't correct me it sickens me and it's like i personally think the choice of that song is just an underhanded jab at shatner but that's just me i get a little Sometimes. kick out of that Sabot yes. sabotage it's also cool that shatner got to go into space actually did he go into space? Yeah, he went with one of the... Was that the, recent? On one of those commercial, oh, that's commercial right. things. I forgot you about know, that. All, Was that Musk All the billionaire all, buttholes yeah. that are spending their money on that stuff instead of helping humanity. Um, but or at giving least, their workers a... What? Or giving their workers decent pay. Yeah. Or allowing them to live during like a, a, an ecological crisis, like yeah. a hurricane or something like that. Yeah. yeah. They all kind of blend <laughs> together to me, uh, uh, for me too. I can't remember which ones Amazon, which ones. Yeah, I don't care. Right. But, but anyway, yeah, sorry. they took Shatner mm -hmm. into space. Cool. He kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll let you do that one. That was cool. Yeah, that's part of the, like, I remember uh, a couple of years back when, like, Tesla shot a Tesla into space, and uh, it was, the, the car was playing a, a Space Oddity by David Bowie, like, okay. in a continuous loop as it just drifts in space now. I remember this article, like, I don't care about Tesla, I think it's big, dumb, gimmicky thing, but there was an article that came out a few days afterwards that was detailing how the Flat Earthers of the globe <laughs> yeah the flat earthers of the globe were angry at tesla and musk i think it's musk were like like they put so much effort into like hiding the fact that the earth is flat and this and that and the other thing and the end of the article says but everyone agrees space oddity is pretty cool yeah. so i kind of thought that was hilarious but yeah um so um not to talk about the next movie, but right. where where does the um, where does Star Trek go from this so, movie? Because, wait, they, they end up they're building a new Enterprise. The Enterprise. Uh, what did they a. accomplish here? They got rid of Krull, 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 yeah, Krull, um, and he had that biological annihilation weapon. Yeah. Now the the space bees that wasn't enough, right? There was another weapon that it just made you dissolve, right? Yes. So the Krull's big plan was he was trying to find this weapon thing that is established within the first few minutes of the movie right. that can like deconstruct living matter at like a molecular level or something like that. You know, it's it's pretty solid gray goo science fiction horror show sort of thing. Yeah. Um, nanobots, essentially. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I forget the actual babble they use in this particular movie, but it's gray goo, etc., right. etc., etc. Et so, what I love about this movie is that it's basically just handing Star Trek as a motion picture series a formula to riff on. They go somewhere new, they find something new, they have to solve a problem somewhere new. Right. The whole point of Star Trek, to me, is boldly go where no one has gone before. before. Now, I understand to make it work as a movie, as a TV series, etc., 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 you have to kind of have a formula to work with. <laughs> Star Trek, the original series, usually rift between, like, we have a uh, uh, 
a uh, moral dilemma that we have to solve. Like one of the, the, the episodes, they accidentally warp back in time and accidentally get like a modern day, well, 1960s modern day fighter pilot on board. And it becomes this big moral dilemma. Do we send him back to his own time now that he's seen all of this future tech and can possibly change the future, etc., etc., etc.? Or you have something like Khan, where you have a villain yeah. to face off against. Um, w my personal favorite episodes are the ones where they have some sort of moral dilemma. Those are a little bit harder to do in, like, modern-day, big-budget action franchises, essentially. Okay. But then you've got, like, the next generation was because it had so much more of a... Uh, 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 a cast to draw from like the main draw in next generation isn't the kirk spock bones dynamic you can go off and have an episode is like why is data the robot having dreams what's going on with that you can have a whole episode just okay. about a robot having dreams okay fascinating when you're doing 24 episodes of a tv show every year doesn't quite work for a big big movie franchise sort of thing so well for for a uh, 40 minute what are they yeah hour, yeah 45 minute 45 minute episodes. episode you know you, you have small problem solve small problem yeah exactly i mean there's an episode of the next generation where they literally find two planets where one society has gotten the other society addicted to drugs nice and yeah they showed that episode to us in like eighth grade health class which <laughs> always tickled me to death but like really really yeah. okay can we watch the gorn episode yeah. next yeah. of the original series yeah um, yeah. Uh, how about the episode of, uh, Deep Space Nine, where Cisco hallucinates that he is a science fiction author in 1950s New York City, and he is dealing directly with, uh, uh, uh racism, um, where he's, you know, he's a yeah. black man in 1950s New York City, and okay. it's like, do, 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 do that! Yeah. Do that. Well, they might do it now, but, you know. Now, they yes. They wouldn't do it 10, 20 years ago yeah. or, or longer. Yeah. But, like, there's not been a movie, and uh, I'll read off a little bit of it. Um, so, there is a lot of nonsense because this movie was written by uh, Simon Pegg uh, uh, with another guy. But, like, Simon Pegg plays Scotty right. in these movies. Huge nerd, if you haven't noticed. Um, but... Uh, I'm just going to read you off what Basim sent me like half an hour ago. So apparently the reason it's taken so long for Star Trek IV is because the idea was to have a time travel story where Kirk meets his dad. Because if you remember from last week's movie, uh, George Kirk is played by Chris Hemsworth. Thor. Okay. They got him to play George Kirk two years before he played Thor and okay. became this massive star. And apparently now Pine and Hemsworth refuse to take a pay cut and the studio is like, these are, you know, small movies. No, they're not. Are you kidding me? Um, uh, you can afford to pay Pine Hemsworth and the rest of the cast a decent salary and make a fun, goofy time yeah. travel movie. I mean, for God's sakes, just, like, stop by the Franklin Institute when they're doing, like, one of their big tours of, like, Star Trek and shoot on that set. For God. There are people that have, like, the, the Enterprise Bridge constructed in their garages. Just wow. rent from those people. Come on! Okay. You can shoot, I think, honestly, a pretty good Trek movie for a fairly minimal budget. Honestly, I heard a statistic just earlier because I'm a lunatic and I'm listening to the audio commentaries that Blank Check does for the Twilight franchise. For the final two movies of the Twilight franchise, the three principal actors got $20 million wow. each. 
holy crap. Wow. That's yeah. obscene. That is. That's obscene. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll be a sparkly vampire for $20 million. Yeah, really? sure. Absolutely. Um, so the most fascinating part for me was the bees. The bees. They were just okay, good. Like, just, right. I mean, countless. I don't know. What, there must have been like 10,000, 20, a million. I don't know. You know, but the, the swarm effects in these movies always gets me. Like when we watched uh, The Matrix Revolutions last year, and you get the swarm effect of the Sentinels attacking Zion. Uh, you remember the little squid tentacle things. You thought they were little. They're actually like six feet across. Okay. But like, yeah. Um, that film doesn't really convey scale all that well. But yeah, same difference, essentially. These thousands moving as an individual yeah, like a like a hand um, of God sort of thing, like yeah. a, a flock of birds. Yeah, or, exactly. Or oh, yeah. A school of fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, then, <clears throat> and then they play some. Yeah, they play some rock music and it wipes them out. So yeah, really. Is, yeah, come on. You know, that was like, <laughs> you know, maybe it could have like damaged them or turned them away or something. No, it just totally wipes. It just them out. annihilates. Like, it was that them. simple. Yeah, it's just it just turns into the enterprise uh, enterprise flying through a uh, field of explosions. Yeah. Not the Enterprise, the Franklin. Whatever. It's a big saucer thing. Oh, and, with and, stuff attached to and, it. And the Franklins... You okay there, like, Mom? ...busted okay. down, like, for a, a couple hundred years, and yet Scotty gets it going again. I mean... It's like, uh, aren't the batteries dead or something, you know? Like, Scotty um, shows up in an episode of The Next Generation, where he's, like, dealing with he's an old man now and he's out of date and etc. And uh, he mentions to uh, uh, LaForge, um, the, the engineer of the new Enterprise D, he mentions, well, if you tell people it'll take you two hours to fix it, and it's actually going to take you two hours to fix it, how are you supposed to look like a miracle worker? If you know it's only going to take you two hours to fix, say it's going to take 24 hours, because then you look like a god. Yes. yes. So, like, I do love the idea that Scotty just habitually lies to make himself look better. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the TV, I keep falling back in my mind to the TV show, the, yeah. the original Scotty, oh, we can't do it, Captain. Oh, we're out of power, Captain. And, you know, oh, it, it can't be fixed, Captain. And then, of course, he fixes of it. Of course he fixes yeah. it, because he's Scotty. Yeah. yeah. He he knows how to get it done. Scotty, give me more power. Oh, it's giving you all it can, Captain. Technobabble dilithium crystals, Captain. Yes. Yeah, it's fabulous. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, some, some of the, yeah, like, well, <laughs> if we take the, uh, you know, the uh, xiphoid exoid flingaloid and put it on the black and wooden hamaduba, then it'll work. It's oh, the oxygen destroyer yeah, from Godzilla. Yeah, it's yeah, that's always the fallback. Yeah, so always, yeah. yeah. Um anything else you wanted to mention? <clears throat> I think we've talked about Beyond pretty solidly. Uh for uh, this good, podcast good anyway. characters. Uh, Spock is still floating around, but oh then then Kirk uh, rejects the Admiralty. Right, which he does which not do in the original series. Like if you remember Wrath of Khan, he is a full fledged admiral. Okay, right. Yeah. Right. Well, and then he be regrets becoming an admiral. He's going to. Yeah, he's going to. Okay. And then, um, um, and uh, Spock decide. Spock at one point was going to leave because because uh, Spock Prime died, yes. and he wanted to continue to propagate the Vulcan species. Yeah, like you know, I'll be a, I'll be a Vulcan stud. You know, yeah. what, what the heck? But then over the course of the movie, they each realize that so much of who they are depends on the other people yeah. they are with, the crew of the Enterprise. Yes. So they continue to boldly go, as it were. Yep. 
I do love those ending credits of just the Enterprise flying through different nebulas and weird-looking planets, and you get the giant green space hand from the original series at one point. So Do Harry Mudd! Dad, Harry Mudd is a character from the original series who shows up for uh, uh, every now and then. He's just this weird Lothario who floats around with hot ladies in space. Do that! As a modern-day action okay. blockbuster. <laughs> if we were to go further okay. with this, what, where would we go? Uh, I quite like the time travel aspect of it um, with Kirk and uh, 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 George Kirk. I like that idea. I'm honestly not sure. I'm, Star Trek isn't like my big thing okay. as a nerd, so I don't really know. Um, I mean, plus, it's also Star Trek is still going on TV. You've got Star Trek Discovery, which I hear mixed things about. You've got Star Trek uh, Picard, which is a sequel series to The Next Generation following Patrick Stewart and all that, um, which I do need to get into. But, like, it's... You've got to think of it not as a film franchise, but as, like, an episodic okay. series, I personally think. And that's where Star Trek... That's where it lived for so long. Um, we only think of movies because... We think of movies as a society. Right. We think as TV as a second tier sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, movies are separated out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I just... So well, long as they keep making Star Trek, keep throwing spaghetti at the wall, something will stick every couple of years. Sounds like I'm fine Sounds like that. we're talking about I'm Star, fine Star Wars now. I, well, I mean, yeah. Star Wars is such a wholly different beast in terms of how that franchise operates. It's also like, that's more fantasy rather than science fiction. That's true. And Star Wars operates in an extremely narrow, specific lane, whereas Star Trek, you can branch out and do a whole bunch of... There's no time travel in Star Wars. I never want right. to see the Avengers of Star Wars. I hate that kind of nonsense. Like, Avengers works for... Avengers. We talked about this right. briefly a few weeks ago. I, not everything needs to be the Avengers. <clears throat> Whatever. Anyway. So, where uh, what are we watching? I was going to suggest a couple of different things, because I thought you might appreciate like a, a bit of a, a, a left turn from the big science fiction and action franchises that uh, okay. we've been on lately. Now, I haven't seen this movie in over ten years at this point. I'm honestly not sure how it holds up in today's... Mm, fascistic society, but what do you know about Fight Club? Uh, nothing. Just nothing? that famous line, what happens in Fight Club stays in Fight Club. <laughs> is that... That is not a line at all, but let's just... I'm not... You'll find out, like, yeah, okay, we have to do Fight Club now. Okay. Like, okay, so Fight Club, it's a fascinating movie. I think it would be very interesting to talk about at the very least. Like I said, okay. I don't know how well it holds up ideologically these oh, no. days, Never but thought. I think it's worth a look. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, uh, I've got a very special sign-off that I would like you to do. But in the meantime, I am H.D. Lickner on the Twitter, uh, uh, Muscle Nerd Studios. Uh, on the Instagram, uh, thank you to Dr. Sean Monahan for her theme song, Paul Taylor at WopsySquare.com for our theme song. And Dad... Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission. To explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. 
you boldly go where no one has gone before.